Love, who always has time to cook fabulous, healthy food when you're busy making the world a more kick-ass place. Help is on the way. The Good Kitchen makes eating well easy. Fresh, sustainably sourced, fully prepared, way delicious meals delivered right to your door. And check this. You can score 20% off your first order by visiting thegoodkitchen.com and using code LADYBALLS at checkout. You're welcome. You're listening to Lady Balls Daily. We're coming at you seven days a week with advice and inspiration to help you live your most fucking epic life. I'm your host, Connie Constantine. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show, and as always, a very special welcome to our first-time listeners. We have a gift for you today. We are taking it way back, not just way back to the very beginnings of Lady Balls Daily, but all the way back to the beginnings of Lady Balls Radio, our original podcast. We're going to be featuring a series of interviews with Cleo Manuelian, where we discuss finding your dharma, finding your purpose in life, and a bunch of other really cool stuff too. So I hope you enjoy these shows. I hope you forgive my rookie podcasting skills back in the day, but this stuff is just too good to not share with you. So sit back and enjoy. Oh my goodness. Welcome, welcome everyone to the very first episode of Lady Balls Radio. And let me tell you, you are in for a treat. I'm in for a treat. We're all in for a treat. Oh my gosh, it's Friday and we're having a fabulous time here. So uh, today I will be talking, or this evening, I will be talking to someone I've had the great privilege of getting to know and learning from in the past year, Cleo Manuelian. Uh, Cleo is a bomb-ass yoga instructor, if I do say so myself, a teacher trainer. You're welcome. You're very welcome. A meditation teacher, devoted mother, master storyteller, and truly one of the most magical people I know. I love you. I love you too, Cleo. Thank you. (laughs) Those are such kind, nice words. Thank you, Connie. They're true. I have more. There's more words. I have more oh. words. Yeah, no, here, here. And then we're handing all the words over to you because you have such fabulous ones yourself. So she's had such a huge impact on my life, honestly, people. Um, it's like just such a huge influence. I don't even think you necessarily know that, Cleo, but it's just like you've always, you're always there, whether you're with me or not, to to just kind of push me to be the best version of myself, even when it would be much more comfy to slack you know one of my favorite things I just have to share this quickly um one of my favorite things about your yoga classes is you you get us to do poses that we would like in our minds we're like I can't do that I can't go there you know I can't get it done and I always love it when you know we can in spite of that you you go into the go 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 I love hearing that I love you 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 know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're like, about. go, 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 go. <laughs> and it always feels like it reminds me of learning to ride a bike, right? When you're like, I can't do this. It's never going to happen. And then and then you're, it's like, oh, I'm doing it, you know? And it's, Exhilarating. The same, yes. it's the same kind of thing with the yoga poses. But I mean, I think that bleeds over into other parts of life too, right? When we just have limiting beliefs for whatever reason. Uh, of things that we can't do when we we truly can. So I just, I had to share that. That is, that is something that is just, it's made such a huge difference in this last year of my life of just pushing myself out of my comfort zones. I mean, even launching this podcast, doing things that, that I, I didn't think that I could do. So thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm so proud of you. I'm so (laughs) impressed. I'm so inspired. Thank you for all those kind, touching words. It really is. um, It's, it's like, um, 
water on my soul to hear all that. Thank you so much. Oh, you are so welcome. And it's just so deserving. And thank you for being here. So what a fun treat. You know, I I mean, I'm always doing interviews. So this is like just another regular day for me. No, I don't ever do interviews. This is so fun. (laughs) You're just an interview machine. Yeah. I mean, it's like Time Magazine, Life Magazine, the, the heavy hitters are calling me all the time. I Vanity hear- Fair, oh, New York. Of course. Of course. Well, I appreciate you. My humble my humble offering to the world and you're taking part in it. It is, it is such an honor. So, okay. So we're like, we're having this bestie fest here, right? We need to get on. <laughs> People are like, what? What are they talking about? No, but it is an honor, and I'm so grateful to have you here. So let's let's dive in. Welcome to the show. And um, what I want to like leap off here with is, we were talking last week about a recent Instagram post you did. You were holding up a sign. I think it was. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was one of the promo signs for Equinox's 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. That said, lives changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and your caption for the pic, you had some fabulous sunglasses on in that picture, by the way. So <laughs> at Cleo Yoga on Instagram for anyone who wants to follow you there. Um, but no, anyways, it was a great, great photo. But your caption for the pic uh, read, when I left my fancy fashion job to become a yoga teacher, I thought I was saving my own soul. Turns out we saved each other. And... I just love that. I mean, it's so many levels, but I would, I would love to just use that as a starting off point for maybe you can share a little bit more about what that transition was like for you. Cause you did come from such a different professional world, uh, you know, introducing into, to, to your career as a yoga teacher and now as a teacher trainer where you're, you're actually certifying other yoga teachers. So could you share a little bit more yeah. Ab- ab- yeah. about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, 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 it really is amazing. It really is amazing. When we are doing um, the things that most nurture and heal and uplift and invigorate and um, seduce us, you know, when we feel most in love, um, it is often felt by other people, by all of those around us. And it is um, I mean, dare I say, equally uplifting to them, you know, I think that's why we're also touched by art and music and dance or paintings or photographs or literature, poetry. It's that we, we, someone has captured this feeling of being alive in their own way, unique to themselves. And, and we relate to it. it. It's our, it feels like our life. And, um, and I just think that's the, that's the amazing thing that happens when we're doing our Dharma, you know, and Dharma is this word that's floating around a lot. Um, and in the traditional Sanskrit meanings, you know, it could be the teachings, um, but it's also sort of the path, the way, um, your duty, your purpose in this life. And, you know, sometimes that correlates to a job or sometimes it's just, um, you know, what you're, what you're doing, how you're being, you know, who you are. Um, but it, it, it's, it, it involves choice. It involves work. Um, so yeah, so I had this, you know, intense 
fashion career and I was really at the top of my game. And on the checklist, it would seem like it was the best time ever, you know, externally. um, I had just gotten married. I had a VIP job in New York and I was flying first class to Italy, you know, several times a year and to LA and dressing celebrities and um, a a huge expense account, clothing account, you know, expense account. Like um, it was all really fancy. Um, and I was so unhappy. I was so <laughs> anxious. I was so, um, it was like a, a world that I felt like I would never be enough in. I, ne- I was never going to be skinny enough or pretty enough or rich enough or have enough things or, or have like enough of a title or whatever it was, you know, and, and because I was in the publicity world, you know, there's no end to fame in spiritual right. t- traditions. So it's like you're, you're hunting this like, you know, m- like, uh, you know, Moby Dick there. It's never, it's like a myth, you know, and, and in spiritual circles, they call it the hungry ghost, you know, this feeling of never being satisfied. It's never enough. It's always, you can feed it endlessly and it will still be hungry, you know, mm-hmm. but it's mysterious. It's, you can't quite put your finger on it. And I felt that really profoundly. Um, and then I had a baby, then my son was born and, um, it was like, I couldn't go back. I just felt so, so much love. So like, I was like my world cracked open and I, and I just saw it all for the illusion that it was. Um, my husband told me to go be a yoga teacher, which was crazy because it was (laughs) now it was the recession and it just so happened that he was changing careers too. And it was like a bad time. We went into debt. It was like a, a really bad idea. And yet, you know, if you're really in love with a great person, they, they can see things about, about us that we might not be able to see ourselves, you know. And if we can be open to that. I was sort of not open to being a yoga teacher. I was sort of, um, I thought it was like being an aerobics teacher. And I thought I was sort of like, um, you know, I was educated and I was an executive and I was like well paid and like all these different things. It was like not, and it, of course it's like the exact thing that I should do with my life. It's like the greatest happiness I've ever known. Um, and yeah, and so I followed this this path because I thought I will I will get out of this hungry ghost feeling. I will stop this incessant craving and never being fulfilled, never being satisfied. And I'll like pursue something that's genuinely satisfying to me. And I had no idea that it would be this, you know, that it would be this at all. So slowly things did start to shift. And I could feel it mostly with my son, with my parents, with my husband, with my intimate friends. I, something in me was shifting was there was like more equilibrium. There was more, it was, it was cooler. It was smoother. It was, it felt better. It was like the skies got bluer and the music got sweeter and the food tasted better and I didn't need as many things. And it was like, slow, slow. I'm still in it. I'm still like recovering addict, like a recovering materialist. You know, I still see sample sales and I'm like, I should go to that. Like, I don't even wear heels anymore. What would I do with those shoes? You know? So, so it's, it's, and then the amazing thing was that the more shifts I started feeling, the more feedback I was receiving from other people Mm. that they too were being affected. I was really 
trying to teach myself. I still am. I was really trying to help myself get out of that space. And so all of these things that I would say in classes, all of these ways that I would be moving were things that I was experimenting with personally. Would Is this, is this going to help? And so I think... I mean, it's, I, I don't know. It's, it's an amazing miracle, you know, weird happening that, we're, that we, I think we, we all are, are feeling this together. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all connected. We're all, you know, like when, you're, when your person walks in the house and something's wrong, you can mm-hmm. feel it. They don't even have mm-hmm. to say anything. You can see it. You can feel it. And, and we're just also, you can feel if someone's looking at you, you're at a red light and someone is looking at you, you turn your head and you can, you, you, or they're, or you're looking at them and they felt it, you know, there's like this, there's like a baseline, you know, Mm -hmm. like of, of music, like boom, boom, boom. That's just like, we're all on this rhythmic, like a dog whistle. You can't really hear it, (laughs) but we're all really like pulsating. And, and I think just tuning into that any way that you can, like Mm -hmm. who thought Jonathan Adler was going to make pottery that affected an entire generation of design. What? Right. Really? Like his mother was like, you can't be a potter. You have to get a real job. But right. something yeah. happened. Yeah. That was Absolutely. Answer to a short question. No, no, no. I think it's fabulous. And I think it's, I, I think it, it really just shows when someone's passion is in alignment with what they're actually doing. It can get, it's so easy for for uh for for all of us i think to get caught up in just chasing that success or what should make us happy or at some point is are we even following what is our dream or our passion or what we even are interested in or care about and i i totally agree with uh what you said about just you know tastes are sweeter and and sounds are more beautiful just everything becomes more alive when you're mm. living in that flow so mm. right i just i I feel that, and I, I I like the thing you said about your relationships too, because that's one thing we've talked about that before. Of and I know you you talk about this a lot in your classes. You know you're doing yoga right when uh, your relationships start to change, right? Mm-hmm. So you can mm-hmm. you can feel that. That's like the byproduct. It's happening out there. So, um, and I like what you say also about. Is it really our own dream that we're following? Right. You know, we we like inherit, like like we inherit myth, we inherit like cultural fear, cultural aspiration. You know, cultural. I think that's why it's hard to come out as gay for so long because mm-hmm. culturally there was this thing. You didn't even know if it was your own stuff, it was your family stuff, it was your religion, what your ethnicity was, what part of town you lived in. If it was something that like you know came generations before. But like we have these ideas that are collective and I think it's so important to say, is that really turning me on? Because the seduction is huge to think that whatever the advertisement looks like is really the dream that, that it's, it's very persuasive, Mm -hmm. all of, all of those images. And it's hard to know. I mean, I'm always even shocked. I still over and over again, read the books, read the articles that go, 
you know, if you have a billion dollars, you're not necessarily happier. Mm-hmm. And I'm always still, I, I, I go, Robin Williams killed himself. I always look, you know, Alexander McQueen, these people who were at the top of their game had every success imaginable, every accolade, all the money, all the, all the trimmings of quote unquote happiness, all this external stuff. And, and so for some reason it was not fulfilling and right. I, and how how we get fulfillment is vital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Absolutely. so important, and it's mysterious. It's not the writing is not necessarily on the wall. It's deep, d- deep in each of us, and unique to each of us. Absolutely, absolutely. Good luck. Good luck. So there, there you have it. <laughs> Good luck, to all you guys out there. Good luck indeed. All right. I hope you enjoyed today's show as much as I did. This has been such a great blast from the past, and I'm really looking forward to the rest in this series. So make sure to tune in tomorrow. We're going to continue our discussion, and we're going to dive more into Dharma and how it's not all about yoga. I know we talked about that a lot today, but it's not all about yoga, baby cakes. All right. Until then, we'll see you tomorrow. Ballsy Babes Unite. If you're down with our vibe, make sure to go to LadyBallsNation.com and sign up for our Insiders newsletter. And don't forget, new episodes drop every day, so make sure to hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss a single one. Ballsy babes, are you as inspired as I am by Cleo and her message and just her fabulousness? Oh my gosh. Okay, so if you want more, go find her on the web at cleoyoga.com, C-L-I-O yoga.com or on Instagram at Cleo Yoga. All right, check her out.